Welcome to Rotten Potatoes with Bryce and Forrest. We're here to ruin your favorite TV shows, movies, and video games. This week, we are ruining Sweet Tooth, episode number 18. Yes, sir. That's crazy. Sweet Tooth was great, though, by the way. Yeah, it was. It was great. So, like, low-key upset that they, it's like a Netflix dump. Because only for this purpose. Now, if it was just, like, me casually watching it, 100%, I'm fine with, like, having an episode dump. But I guess at the same time, it's kind of good for us because literally, like, with Nevers, <laughs> we did one. We did one with that and then never came back to it. Mythic Quest is still going on, so we do. We still have the option of going in, back into there. But, mm-hmm. you know, because all those weekly ones that we do, we say that we're going to come back to it and never do. But with Netflix, when they do their – when they dump all the episodes for the season same day, we have the opportunity to Crank the knock room. it all out. Yep. Many yeah. late nights to get the show finished. Very true. And I think it's so cool that Robert Downey Jr. and his wife uh, produced it because it's a DC comic. Um, and the fact that he's Marvel. So it must be he's like completely out of his contract because I'm pretty sure like Disney has a contract that you can't like work at competitors like during the time that you're like under contract yeah, with them. So. They must. Yeah. He must be completely done with that in order to produce this show. Yeah, which so. I, makes sense. I think you, like, the big three were done after this, so that makes sense. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And I think they put a ton of money, like, a ton of money into these oh, episodes. Yeah. I mean, they, they had some like really big actors, like, as far as like, I think his dad's a pretty pretty well known actor. I know. Uh, I thought he was gonna go read him. Uh, Twilight. I was going to go tell him that he needed <laughs> to go dump Twilight into it's the like time Parks capsule. Rick, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing when I, because like you see him and he, like he's so like groggy that like I didn't recognize. Like, I was like, I know that voice, I know it. And then I think it was like one morning, like he like takes his glasses off, and I was like, oh my god, Twilight. Yep. And I mean, yeah, like it, and like yeah, like you, you basically start out with him and and Gus only, you know, and it's like just, you don't really know much at that point. It's just him raising Gus to be a hybrid child, which is this new, so like basically there's a disease that wiped out a bunch of people on planet Earth and either it created hybrid children of like half animal, half human or the vice versa of that is what happened, but nobody really knows. Yeah, and he's a half deer, right? Did you say that already? Yeah, I, I, I didn't say half deer yet, no, but yeah. Yeah, so he's half deer. And I think throughout the series, we see almost every animal. I feel like a good chunk Quite of them. yeah. Did you catch the giraffe guy or the giraffe boy? Yeah, yeah, I saw him, yeah. I was like, he had a normal-sized nag, so I was like, I don't know. Dude, Bobby, though, <laughs> freaked me out at first. Like, when I saw Bobby, I was like, yes. whoa, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> Like, what? when he came out of the bush, I was like, no. Yeah, and I was like, like, of course, like, that could happen. Yeah, but, like, to be a kid and be, like, uh, like befriending this thing, like, like I, I get it. Like, it's probably a nice, sweet little gopher boy. But, like, at the same time, it's like, holy crap. Like, what is this thing, you know? It's just wild. But, yeah. But. Every shit me. 
I'm sorry. There we go. That was weird. That was really weird. I don't know why I did that. Just leave it in. Sorry for people listening. It uh I <laughs> went out of focus completely. Like I was hundred percent grain. <laughs> so we're back. But yes, Bobby. Um because you know so to back it up, I know I'm I'm sorry that I jumped ahead and, and looked at the the other ones, but so you have like this perimeter fence that's around Pubby or Pubba, 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 yeah, Papa, whatever you want to call him, right. and Gus, and they have their own self-sustaining farm. You know, they never have to leave that fence because they got the saps, they got the water, they got um, the peas, they got pretty much anything and everything that they need. Mm-hmm. And so you see that you know they cross that fence line the first time, and they got the pink ribbon that's tied to the. Um, tied to the door and so you know and okay so we'll we'll revisit bobby i have a lot to say about bobby but i'm about to go into a deep dive i'm about to go for down into a hole okay but um so was it just me or did he infect himself before he went out and talked to that dude okay strange because like i don't know if like he meant to go out there and infect the guy and that was like his weapon was to infect him maybe but, like, at the same time, like, did he kill him and then it inf- he infected himself somehow in the fight? And, like... Oh, like... Because he didn't know. inject himself, did he? Nah. He just grabbed it. Yeah, he, he, he grabbed it and taped it to the end of a, a shovel or something. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Because the fact that he just had... I he guess... He, never mind. That's the reason why he had and it. And then he, he taped the, the syringe to the end of it, so... So Which, he must have got himself infected. Yeah. He had to have like accidentally stabbed himself, or he got that guy, and then he got infected from that guy. But yeah, because you don't realize what it is until later on, and you see that they go and infect the doctor with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I saw that he grabbed that out, and I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. And then the fact—I wish they would have touched more on it. And I'm hoping season two they do, but the fact that Gus can talk to animals, like I don't know if any of the other hybrids can. But he's, he doesn't, he does talk to the animals. I'm 100% sure he talks to the animals. What do you mean? So he thought that deer was his mother. And I think he had a connection. I think he was talking to her. It just didn't, like he was too young. He was somewhat, I mean, granted, he doesn't age that much during the show. But I think he was more of like a baby type deal. He wasn't fully understanding. Mm. But I think he had a conversation. He knew his female or she was female. Knew, I don't know, anything and everything about him about her so that happens and then you have when they are at the um the lodge the lodge and he's about to get hit and then you have that big old moose or deer come in that was getting ready to pounce so like knew he was in distress probably heard him so it wasn't necessarily like he was talking to the deer at that point but what really like homed it all in is when the tiger was getting ready to get freed and he went up to the tiger and said, hey, calm down, calm down. Don't hurt my friend. Don't hurt my friend. And he literally just sat, laid back down, and, and laid there. Like, didn't move yeah. a single muscle. So I think he can talk to him. I think he literally has a connection between them. It just was not explored as well as I was hoping it should be. Yeah. There's definitely a connection. I just never thought of it as, as far as, like, actually talking to them, you know. It's like, does he actually understand them, I guess, at that point? Or does he just talk to them and they understand him, you know. Yeah, I don't know. And that's what I'm saying. I wish they would have expanded on it more. Yeah. Is it just a wild because... Thornberry situation? 
Or uh, Dr. Doolittle. Yep. <laughs> yep. But yeah, so dialing back. Um, yeah, so you take the poison out and then he somehow infects himself. And man, that was, that was tough. That was real tough, especially yeah. that he dragged him back in and laid him in bed and then buried him. Oh, man. Well, at first I thought he was just dead right off the bat. Like when he got right. Back. And then it's like, oh, no, he's sick. That's even worse. And I get to watch him die, you know. And granted, like, when he died, he didn't seem all that sad. Like, he was sad, but, like, I don't know if he just didn't grasp what was happening or something, you know, but he just didn't seem. I mean, he did his temper tantrum. Yeah, but that was a year later when he did that, which I mean, he probably built up emotions inside of him that whole time and finally just exploded, but, like. I don't know. It was just kind of strange because when he died, he just sat next to him in the chair and just sat there. But I mean, well, see, like, that's what I guess. So I mean, he's the same age as my son, and I just don't see him like. I know he understands death. I know he's been to funerals and stuff, but I don't think he understands death. Like I don't know. Yeah. In a way, and I could see him like you know, like obviously, like you know, the person's dead, but like I don't think they firmly grasp. Everything yeah. that goes to it, maybe I don't know. It's just yeah. strange. It's odd. Um, but then you see TJ or Big Guy or Shepard come in. Um, after he starts breaking everything, I thought that was so dope because, like, first, like, so obviously, like, I'm trying to like learn Gus's superpowers because I know it's a DC comic and I know he's got to have something. And so when that first arrow shot, he literally dodged it. Like he was able to sense it like a deer, and be able to to mm-hmm. get out of the way. Um, and then the one shot that rang out and and killed the first um, poacher. farmer poacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. First, I don't know why I called him farmer. <laughs> um, and then the second one comes out like just bang bang. Which you notice that all the poachers or all the last men or all like the the people that want to kill. Gus are all rednecks. Like not they a single are. one of them is like civilized really or random. anything. Like they're like hardcore. Like just ding 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 ding. Like well, it's yeah, it's like they almost dumbed down all those guys for some reason. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's because they want them to seem stupid and like they're just doing the bidding of the general guy later on. But it's maybe the well, case. no, like. The people that work for the general, like in general's presidents, are like people. I think. Yeah, they are. Like right underneath him. But like below that are like the first men. Yeah, and they're just Just random dudes that are just like Yeah, they're uh super stupid. And just and then Jepard just tears them apart nonstop. Yeah, he does. Just <laughs> bam bam. And you don't even see him coming in. Like you know what I mean when it happens. Mm-hmm. And he's uh Zarin Zones Daxus or whatever from Game of Thrones, which I thought was cool. Because mm-hmm. um, I literally, I don't think I've seen him act in, in anything else. I mean, yeah. since I've noticed him in Game of Thrones, I don't think I've seen him in uh, right. anything else. But he did a great job in this. Like he, yeah, solid, he did. He did amazing. I love this. The, like, 
every time that he was going to leave or every time he was going to depart, I was like, man, I said, come back. Like, I need you in the story. Cause the, mm-hmm. the, the beginning part. And then when he, um, helped repair the house, when he, you know, obviously killed those guys. I mean, you're like, this is a cool guy. Like he's a good part of the story. Yep. I mean, he great character. I mean, oh, yeah. I think the actor did well. I think the character is built well. Um, and so every single time that he dipped out, which was countless times, yeah, you're like, man, there's got to be something. And then when you, even though every time that he'd come back was very bad, I was so grateful. I was like, yes, <laughs> he's back. And, and like the duo of him and Gus was pretty, pretty solid. Cause like I, Gus is just constantly getting into trouble. Like even if he's not looking for it, he's just getting into trouble. But like, I mean, that's probably coming with being a hybrid, you know, he's being hunted, you know at the same time all the time yeah. but he seems to get in more trouble than he should um which i mean they started uh, they come across the uh the animal army or whatever with bear that's in charge and they save them and yeah that whole thing but and they become a trio instead of a duo but yeah which she's fine i mean she at first okay. i didn't like her at all yeah. but then she started to grow on me towards the end of it Still didn't like her though, because like it's weird because she, what it's only supposed to be like ten, maybe eleven, not that her? much older. Yeah, uh, I her. think she's in her teens probably in that movie. Okay, because I don't feel sorry. like she feels that much older than Gus, but yet she is like a thousand times smarter than Gus. That's why I don't. Maybe I'm saying that Gus is too old, or maybe I'm thinking I mean, Gus, Gus is too is old. Like ten, I think. And then See, and I just don't. She's probably like fifteen or something. I would think. So I think she's still t- acting too old. You know what I mean? Because like her and Jeopard go back and forth. Like they know exactly the outcome. They know this and yeah, that. It's, it's like something that like an adult would. I don't know. She also had had to live like a more hardened life, right? Like she doesn't have her parents. She lost her sister. Um, she's had to fight last men, and like save hybrids so like she's she's not a normal teenage kid like she's lived a hard life compared to what we would have lived in a normal and so i think it's so odd so from what i'm getting the world is still there it's just because the internet went down everyone decided to just i guess that was the last straw yeah like because it's not like it was a it was not like it was like a like a zombie infection or a nuke or something like it's like society. I don't know. Maybe because we just lived through a pandemic. I feel like <laughs> the the government didn't collapse. So I don't know why the government in that situation would collapse. I, I really don't understand how the government collapsed in the situation. I think it was just a, a lot worse of a, a pandemic and faster maybe. And it seems like once you get this, you're just gone. There's not a, a way around it except for Addie found a way to like help keep Ronnie or whatever alive for a long time with like a weird serum he has but I guess at the cost of hybrids is how you get it somehow yeah um, I want to say those flowers are actually get, are probably could be a, a key to it yeah right which the flowers show up whenever the the pandemic is around and there's people that are infected. I just, it just, 
like I would understand. I don't know. I just, I just I'm trying to wrap my head around how the government collapsed. I just I really cannot. I mean, I guess it. I guess if a couple of key political figures die quickly, like in succession, that could cause a lot of disruption. And like, who's in charge? How are we going to fix this? Like, yeah, because I mean, if it hit hard and fast, which it seems like it did, and then. This whole other thing where like every baby is being born half human, half animal. Like, I mean, that's just another yeah. mention that works where it's like literally everyone's having babies that aren't what they thought they were gonna be. And don't know if it see, like when I saw Gus and I saw Piggy, when I saw, well, you know, whatever the other hybrids were, like, I was like, man, I just don't know how you'd like freak out over having a hybrid child, bro. Bobby. And then I saw Bobby, and I was like. Yeah, I would have just, I would have done exactly what Jeopard did, just walked out. I would have been Jeopard wasn't that bad, though. No, it, was, it literally it was, like was human. Goat. He just had cloven hooves, like, yeah. or the, the feet as hooves, he was, like he was a minotaur. He was like a satyr, basically. Minotaur, satyr, same shit. Oh, okay. Well, not really, but. Yeah, it um, is. No, it's not. But it, it wasn't that bad, because it seems like there's, like, levels, right? Like, Gus is, like, the top Gus and like the pig girl are like the top like not animal right yeah they're, they're almost fully human except for a few tiny changes but like there's a lot of them like there there was that gecko kid that had his whole face was basically a uh, yeah the eyes yeah how the but, hell do you spell satyr s a d r e i guess maybe maybe e r i can't remember but a, a oh, satyr is basically right. half goat, half human. So, yeah. But um, yes. So like Bobby's a like whole the draft, different level, man. Holy crap! Yeah, because like the draft kid would have been fine. The the wolf one, I don't know if I would have been able to deal. With, I mean, I guess you could have just cut their hair. Yeah, um, it's, like a, it's like a little wolf boy. That's fine. Yeah, you could trim him. There's literally no pictures of satyrs. And then there's one that was like an owl kid. That'd be pretty crazy. Yes. Um, um, did we ever see him? Because I know that he was always in the bushes. You see him for one second, like he's perched on like a little little bar. For like two seconds, you see him and he's gone. I wish they would have showed the kids more, but they just didn't show him very much. Because like... Which I'm sure so, it costs a lot to make them all look that way. And it was probably <laughs> tough to do, so, but... And they probably were young and didn't want to sit. And yeah, it's probably tough. So focusing on Amy. So that's what I also like. So I keep saying so. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what other TV show? Oh, Shadow and Bone, where you have all these stories that are out, but yet they're still interconnected. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what Sweet Tooth did. And I really enjoyed that because you, because Amy, I think Amy is setting up. I mean, she's kind of a back end this season, but I think everything that she's doing right now is going to be second season. Like it's going to, like right. it's building her up. So you have her and you have Dr. Addie and Ronnie, and then you have um, Sweet Tooth and, and Jeopard and I guess Bear um, and those three stories. And, and you know, cause like, it's literally like all coming in. Like, you know, they're going to meet up. I mean, Gus and, and Addie meet at the end and then, Amy and Jeopard meet at the end, so you know that it's it's going to start intertwining, just like Shadow and Bone 
where you know they came together they left they came together um mm-hmm. and i love that storytelling because you i feel like you can't get bored because as soon as like one line you know one story is kind of just okay like i don't need to watch the next episode and then the next storyline pops in and kind of like teases you a little bit and kind of mm. makes you where i need to binge watch this <laughs> right so i i love the the and i guess maybe i've just I think the first real storyline that I did like that's Game of Thrones. And um, yeah. I think I've enjoyed that style of storytelling ever since. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because, um, I mean, intertwining stories has got to be a tough, tough thing to try and do. Right. I think, I think it makes for a much better uh, story and much better show because it, it actually has these webs that weave, right? And they, and all the characters do go together even if they're not together they all make sense as a storyline and eventually they're going to cross and come back and and everyone that they any one of those storylines whatever they do that causes consequences for the other storylines too right which is kind of cool um but back to amy so (laughs) she was fed up with her office life went and refugeed at the zoo Mm -hmm. um which I thought was a really cool story. I wish there were still some kind of animals that she was actually taking care of, like elephants. Cool, or, yeah. um, which was very awesome on the train ride to Colorado, seeing all those different wildlife out in the fields. But I wish that there was some kind of creatures that were still there that she was taking care of. Mm-hmm. Um, I did love the giraffe statues that were sitting um, in the foyer or whatever you want to call them, the, the entrance. Yeah. Um but like she puts out those leaflets, she puts out those flyers, she puts out those radio calls, which if you look at that timeline, it's about two years or a year from the start of Gus's story when she started that. Because mm. you heard the radio signal go and then you heard, or then you saw the flyers come out. That's when we're never allowed to go out during the day when the flyers are, 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 are burning through, which we never learn about who's dropping those flyers for right. her yep which is odd find the plane in the open field eventually yeah but they have to know her because she was making those flyers wasn't she to to give out the, i would think so yeah to leaf bomb them so so where like who is that and why like why did he just not wasn't important at all Unless you know what i mean got killed or something i don't know got caught and i'm very pissed off about that scene but i'll talk about that later that okay. scene is so fucking stupid um but yes, and so the thing I didn't like about Amy is that, you know, they're doing the radio call, they're doing this, but really you just had Piggy, and then she meets Bobby, and then there's some owl kid somewhere. Is essentially all you know about the zoo. You don't know anything else besides Bobby, the owl kid, Piggy, and Amy. I mean, I mean like, you know that they're calling in people, but you don't. Like they don't ever acknowledge that they brought in line or they brought in giraffe or they brought in. Right. They just did like a quick, it's, it's a very short storyline on this, on Amy's part. Like that storyline is not fleshed out a lot. It's like, we need to get to 45 minute episode. Let's throw five minutes of this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's I not mean, like a focal point. The only time you actually see like some of the kids is like Wendy's walking through or something and you see like the owl kid and there's like an, orangutan kid reading a book and a few other things you see but it's quick it's it's like one scene and you don't see them again until they're in the 
the sewer system escaping. Right, and then when they go in the sewer, there's tons of them. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's plenty a of them or so. good chunk of them to to run through the sewer system. And so I wish they would have fleshed out that a little bit more because then we could understand all the powers of each animal. Because I think, I don't know why, and I hate that, like, I, and it might be because of Shadow and Bone, because, you know, everyone had superpowers in Shadow and Bone. But, like, the pig had, like, super smell, which, granted, Gus did as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she didn't have hearing like Gus did. No, well, Gus has crazy ears, so that makes sense. Yeah. But um, it's just, like, focusing, like, you know, to, to what those animals do and, like, what characteristics mm-hmm. come over that, that, uh, that they have. Like, they're super, you know, like, Gus has night vision, which it cracks me up that they like made it a point. Like when they're at the lodge and she shuts off the lights, like, whoa, right. yeah, <laughs> wasn't expecting cool. that. Yeah. <laughs> and then TJ, when he's at the fire and he's like, I see you, like, oh, I'll be quiet. No, get over here. Come over here, yeah. <laughs> like, I hate to rush back to Bobby, but Bobby, dude, like, I wish they would have had more like Bobby that were like further animal, but still hey, human. Bobby. Because, like, he, he creeped me out so much, but, like, I still wanted to know more about him and more about, like, more like him. Because I guess most of those probably got killed off because they were more animal than human, people thought, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, obviously he's intelligent and he can talk somewhat and, like, he's trying to be more human. Well, I think if he was raised like Piggy or, like, Gus, he would have been able to talk just Maybe. as much as... I don't know. Because, like, he's still, he's still, like, most of those kids talk in, like, sign language. Yeah. So, I, I don't know if if Piggy is also a special level. Because, obviously, Gus is the oldest one because he's the original one that they made in the lab. He's Mew. He's Mew, yeah. And so. Piggy's Mew, too. All the other ones basically <laughs> happened because of Gus being a hybrid, as far as we know. Right. And it kind of spiraled out of control from there. But I just feel like, which maybe next season we'll, we'll learn more about like hybrids and like what happens to them and blah, blah, blah. See, that's but, also the shitty thing. So when we started Game of Thrones, like season five, I think it just started rolling, or maybe it was season four. We were able to binge 30 hours or 40 hours of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and like. You know, week in, week out, next season comes out. We had a very small gap with these damn brand new shows. You get like such a little taste of what the actual show is. And then you're like, all right, well, see you next year. I mean, granted, it was probably eight hours or so, but like still, it's not much, you know, which if they would have had more like, I guess longer seasons would just be better. Yeah, but they're, so, pilot, they're pilot shows basically at this point. What's so stupid is that you know TV shows used to be twenty four episodes, unless it was like a sitcom, you know, and go way above that. And then all of a sudden, the damn Brits decided to do twelve episodes, and then the British decided to start doing ten episodes, and then the British started starting to do eight and six episodes a season. Hmm. So. It seems like we're getting so much less per season, because like Game of Thrones, like that's why Game of Thrones was ten episodes, because that's that was the standard in Europe. 
It's ten episodes a season. Well, it kind of ran the gamut for a while. Like it was up and down, but it never bridged past ten. I mean, granted, towards the end they started dwindling it down, but it, it always had ten episodes per season. Yeah. Um, but you have other shows that would go up to like twelve, like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I think some, like the last two seasons, were like ten episodes a season, but beforehand it was like twenty or twelve, or think, they were like random. And that also comes with like having an older show. Because, like, as soon as you hit, like, season 10 or something, you're like, okay, we're going to make 10 episodes because we're going to make 10 episodes. We decided to do that. Whereas, like, yeah. your first season, you're like, we got to make 24 episodes because people got to love it and, like, we got to sell this shit, you know? But and when you get to the point yeah. where you're like, okay, this is, this is like, I think people are going to watch. We know people are going to watch. We have an audience. Like, you don't have to worry about a number of episodes. You can put more faith into the storyline of certain episodes and how good they actually are. Instead of having ten crap episodes and twelve good ones, you know. Yeah, and also I just need to stop being spoiled because literally we could have just gotten a movie out of it. And it was only could have been two hours instead of eight. Yeah, got <laughs> yeah. a lot out of it. Yeah. So. It's true. And that's what I'm so excited for the new uh, Lord of the Rings because it's going to be a TV show and we're going to get so much content. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It's going to be lit. Um. But yeah, so sorry, sorry to go on that tangent. Um, so I guess we haven't talked about Addy at all. It's yeah. such a small but impactful timeline because you see him in the beginning. He's one of the first. I think he's absolutely the first person, first doctor to discover these animal hybrids. Right. Um, in the hospital, it's just birth happened and they're like oh shit <laughs> like something's wrong right um and then um and then i love how he mixes the storyline with jeopard because he ends up being like the questionnaire type dude which he could have easily looked at the baby himself and and seen who it was that's what i don't understand yeah um but then so uh, I really enjoyed it because I, I understand it's apocalyptic. I understand the government has failed, but I didn't think about the car situation. And so the fact where he's like, yep, I want to go down to the clinic and go get some medicine. And he goes into his car and he literally just opens it up to get the saddle out. And then yep. he goes out to the horse and puts the saddle on the horse. Mm-hmm. And then it's like last of us two or last of us. Like that's exactly what I thought was last of us when everything's horseback and, mm-hmm. and horse riding. And that whole thing is weird because he's living in this weird city that's still functioning and is still somewhat normal. They have power and they can do normal things and they have parties and shit. And it's like this weird pocket of civil civilization, which I, I guess there's pockets of civilization all over the place because they have trains running and small cities and markets and stuff yeah that's so odd like how has the government failed but they have a full-on like market system and they have dollars they still have currency well yeah but i think it's a it's a different world order at this point like it's it's not it's not the u.s government at all like the the susan collins is the author i have no idea um the Mockingjay, the Hunger Games. It's oh. exactly set up, I think, like the Hunger Games style where you got uh, kind of sections of life in a way. You know what I mean? That it's not 
well, I guess they're more centralized government, but it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's pre centralization of their, maybe of their government. And, um, uh, like that yeah. little, the little area he lives in is so weird because as soon as somebody gets sick, they burn the house down with them inside of it. And it's the most yes. messed up thing that you do not see coming. All of a sudden somebody's just getting burned alive inside their house because they're sick. right. Cause he was like, all right, wrap them up. I was like, Okay, like, are they like doing it to like quarantine them, or are they like, what are they, what, why are they wrapping them in bubble wrap? Like, everyone's got this bubble wrap. Like, <laughs> it's so odd the amount of bubble wrap they have. It's just weird. And then they set it on fire. I still was like, maybe he got out of the house. Like, I don't. <laughs> well, like, just... whenever like they were getting burned, like I was like, this dude can get out. He needs to just leave his 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 wife here. She's already sick. She's gonna die. He doesn't have to die. He can do something with his life still and like help people. And like, I was just like, don't die here. And then they get saved by the, the general's people because they need him for other shit. It is really sad. I thought that scene was very sad because you, I, I grow to learn Ronnie. Love Ronnie. Wow. Mm. Grow to love Ronnie just because like she's cool, calm, collective. She's the one that keeps like Addie hunkered down and, 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 and make sure that you know he sees it and then <laughs> so do you get like random like trimmers in your hands and stuff like that just like odd like it's sitting for a while and you're like your finger twitches or something so <laughs> what i learned the, the the pinky twitch i swear to god my pinky twitch like 10 minutes later like it was i think we were like back to jeopard's um storyline and stuff like that but like my my finger twitched and i was like oh I god i'm going this is how i go looked outside make sure there's no flowers in the yard like i was i was legitimately like it twitched and i was like nope mm-mm, uh-uh. i paused it Jeez. walked away ate some food came back i was like uh-uh, uh-uh. like this yeah, is not dude. getting to me <laughs> yeah it's such a weird like thing to like all of a sudden like your pinky switching and like that means you're like sick you know like it's I, it's such a weird like way to find out yes it's, yeah and the fact that she like braved it to go to the party like which was so funny she's like you know the last people that didn't go to the party their house got burned down and like you think it's like oh ha 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 and then you like walk by the burned house and then literally in that time it's 100% real yeah really it's this weird like utopian society too like everything reminds me of WandaVision and everything seems like right and like, but it's not like everything's chaos underneath it all. So. Yeah. Did you ever watch WandaVision? Nah. Um, it's essentially the same kind of weirdness of. It seems like it's all a stage. Like it, it definitely, it almost seems like those people are there, to watch him. Not necessarily like, you know, what I mean, like you know, like how the birds are cameras in real life. You know how that conspiracy theory is type yeah. deal. Uh, it's almost it feels like that because the mailman comes around immediately questions him so where's the neighborhood watch lady oh i don't know i haven't seen her that when that horse bucked her i oh, started man, dude dying he got hit so hard man and it's so funny because they like they just hit the body and i was like why are you hiding i'm just leaving it there like i'm 100 and call the cops or something or right, call... I'd be like, I'd be like she got kicked by the horse like yeah. Obviously, that's what happened to her. Like, why wouldn't you just? I don't know. I'd say that she was in the house. 
and she was leaving. Like we had tea and crumpets or whatever the fuck they have. Right. And go out, and as she was walking the, the horse because she had the bruise. I mean, she had the right. Like all, all, all they the had mark. to do was like he, he just had to start yelling like help, help, help. Like that would yeah. have immediately been like these guys aren't guilty of something. Like this just happened. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Horses and kick so, people all the time. Yeah. I don't know if they always die, but. Dumb bitch can. walk too close. Well, I've seen some people so, get knocked up. Oh, yeah, you can get hurt really bad. Jaw broken and stuff and whatnot. But I'm so glad because she was the ultimate Karen. I was so glad oh, when she God, died. Yeah, that's true. I just could not stand her. She was very But annoying. the whole – so she – so Addie goes and replaces Dr. Bell. And, like, the fake cancer to, like, Abbott came in and just mm-hmm. – straight up poisoned her because he's so pissed yep. instead of like knowing that she knows the cure like why don't you just take her to the zoo with Addie yeah it's I still don't fully understand what the cure may be but they still think it has to do with the hybrid kids and I don't because it's the bone marrow and it's um, yeah you said something about bone marrow and then, well, then, like, the kid has to be alive for certain procedures, and the kid has to be dead yeah, for other procedures. It's really weird. And, like, he, he just got a bunch of notes from her about what all this was. And, and like, I feel like gunpowder is not readily available in a post-apocalyptic world. And the fact that they just have a flare to signal, I need a hybrid, I thought that was so odd. Like, why couldn't he just tell the convoy that comes in literally every single day for new with new supplies that, hey, I need a hybrid? I mean, it's probably not something that's like openly discussed, you know. Like, can you give me a what? hybrid child so I can cut them open and make their? Why do you shoot a purple flare? Why do you shoot a red flare? Why do you shoot a yellow flare? Like that's I mean, still just. A, and it was during the day too, which just you know. Like, like you oh, can just explain that as like, oh, that's like that's a sign for we need more of these meds or we need more uh, gauze or whatever it may be, you know. Yeah, but they could have said. You know, if I request 200 gauze, that means that I need a hybrid. Or, oh, you know what I mean? If some odd request that doesn't make sense, that means hybrid or some shit. I don't know. I think you're just trying to be covert about it, you know? But Yeah. I don't know. But, I don't know. I just didn't think flares, and especially dyed flares, were readily available post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Um, a lot of guns going around, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you see that storyline, and he's in this weird utopian. You know, it's like the Bowling Green or whatever that is, where they feed the people like the mashed up body parts. It's a book from forever ago, but that's a lot of people talk about that when they talk about like utopias. It's almost like what that was. Like no one knew exactly what was going on in this utopia, but yet there's this utopia going on. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't that many people. I mean, less than 20 probably. As far as we know, yeah. But like, there had to be more because he passes a couple guards on the way out and he goes to the, whatever that is, the gas station that's a doctor's office or something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's an old fast food joint or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just so strange. And it's like, is this serviced by like multiple towns that are like this or something? Because there's people in there that like you never see again. 
when he first goes in yeah. there's people waiting and like with masks on and like you just never hear or see about them again and for like the pandemic being the pandemic that was more crowded than you'd see covid wise like the train stations yeah but it so it's, just... it seems like at a certain point they've given up on people being contagious and that certain people are just not affected by it and they're also afraid of waves of virus and not so much people just having it yeah, I didn't understand the whole like scan thing. Was that like a temp scan? Was that like a barcode scan? I mean, I think it's I think it's just a scan to like check your vitals and see what you're like. No fever, no weird blood levels or anything. I don't know, but yeah, it was odd, um, very odd. Because yeah, I didn't even think about the marketplace being as crowded until you just said it. Because hmm. you know. In that kind of realm, especially that deadly of disease, I would right. not ever be in that area ever, period. Yeah. What's funny is, like, I did see, like, six feet signs, like, stay six feet yes. and stuff, and I was like, that's great. It's a great callback, you know? I was like, I, 100%, those are COVID <laughs> stickers that were, like, honestly, probably there for real. And I'm like, we're just going to leave these up because yep. they Maybe make these. sense. Yep. <laughs> Crazy. Good timing for that. Yeah, perfect. Um, but yeah, um, Ice Timeline is very odd because you see him here and there, and he's technically tied in with all the people, but at the same time, he's not tied in at all. Right. Um, and they have, and I, I got so sad because I knew why he was panicking, and it was the whole Scrabble thing. I couldn't find the letter that. Because that was the last bit of normalcy that they had, period. Like they didn't have right. you know, anything else. Like That was the last bit. And the fact that he couldn't find anything. That was his last like uncontrolled, controllable type deal. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't find anything. And, and, and the fact that he was able to, you know, she had the last piece and gave it to him was, I don't know. I thought that was awesome. It was so sad because mm-hmm. watched them burn alive and then, then uh, get saved. Yeah. And then Abbott. He reminds me of the damn um, Sonic the Hedgehog supervillain. It does. <laughs> Definitely does. You're just like, what the hell? <laughs> he's, just so, he's just such a character, you know? Like, he, he, he's obviously this mean, like, evil general guy. Uh, but, like, at the same time, he's, like, this weirdly, like, eccentric character all the time. And it's Sonic just Hedgehog. odd. Yeah. 100% is. But, um, yeah. Which, yeah, we don't get to see that much of him, but we hear a lot about him because it's Abbott's yeah. America, it's Abbott's world, it's Abbott's everything, Abbott, Abbott, Abbott. And so you don't see a lot of him, but you know about him. And then he's definitely starting the Hedgehog supervillain, but he does not care. If you are in his way by any millimeter, you're gone, you're dead, you're out. Right. Yeah. And eventually we find out that. Well, I guess Gus finds out that he's an experiment and he doesn't really have a mom or a dad, even though they are his mom and dad, technically. You know, that was such a, of him. such a hard transition. Um, I didn't know what we were talking about for a second. Well, it connects because, <laughs> because then I'm talking about like, because then he gets captured by Abbott when, uh, when Jeopardy gets shot. And, and that, that part was like the hardest part, I think, throughout the whole Jeopard series. Jeopardy doesn't get shot. He has a heart attack. No, he gets shot. <laughs> 
He's out by the plane, and he gets shot, and that's how they get the kid. Why did you think he had a heart attack? Because he, like, grabbed his chest. Yeah, he got and, like, shot. passed out. And then he woke back up. He... No, he got shot. You need to watch it again. Because I don't hear the bullet. There's no bullet. He's bleeding all over the place. So, you need to watch it again. And that's that's why that's why he's like, wake up, wake up. Awesome in us. Um. But yeah, and that's how they get the guy get Gus, and they take him. And but then when he gets there, Addy doesn't want to work on him because he thinks he's special, and he talks, and he's like a whole different level of hybrid. So he saves him for now. Well, he's the only deer, right? Yeah, I guess he's the only deer, as far as we know. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't see any duplicates of other animals, though, either. So. Got the bear cat lady. <laughs> you didn't see her, but that bear mentioned her. Yeah. She saved her. Um. Yeah, that whole... What's that? What's that uh, book? With the rats... I have no idea. You didn't read it in like middle school or high school? Um, shit. It's going to bother me. Yeah, I have no idea. Like King of the Rats, like you have the boy that's in charge of everything. And it's like a super like literary deal that gets brought up in a whole lot of books. It's going to bother me so much. Yeah, but it's exactly what that Jungle Gym animal protector type deal that Bear was in charge of. I mean... 100%. Um, I have to look this up because it's going to bother me. I'm so sorry. I'm What's so, crazy so is like that whole group turns on her immediately. Yeah. I. Which it seemed like there was a little bit of fighting back and forth between some of the people. Enough for her to get away. But like not enough people. As I know, it's funny that all those people were supporting her. And then she's like, deuces, I'm out. Yeah, I, I I think she knew it was a losing fight, you know. So, Lord yeah. of the Flies. I don't know where the rats came from. Lord of the Flies. That's what it is. That's one hundred percent what it is. Um, yeah, I never read that though. Yeah, it's just they're on. It. It's like Gilligan's Island type deal. Yeah, and it's just no adults. Right. Um, which is exactly what that is, and it's so weird that. So, do they have internet there, or do they not? I think it's just a game that they can play. VR, no, no, no. Basically. When uh, oh, when, when, when she went to go like pull information on Birdie, and yeah, it, it it might be like a weird like small connection or something, or maybe they had a database of some kind they could look through. I don't know. It's hard to say because it's so odd. Because like the you whole premise is the internet came down, and that yeah. was the reason that was the final straw. Of, but then right. all of a sudden she can go Google something. Right. It was also like she was like, "Don't tell anybody," but it was like. We never heard anything about it ever again, and she left there anyway, so it didn't matter that she. Yeah, we did. Yeah, so right before they release the tiger, the guy comes back and hands her the yellow envelope, and she puts it in her jacket. No, yeah, but like I'm saying, like there's no reason she should have said, "Don't tell anybody about this," because there's there's no reason. uh, There's there's literally no effect. 
from him telling anybody ever again because they never go back there. But they leave and it's gone. It's just not a thing anymore. Well, even if they did stay there, there's no reason. Everyone could have known. Unless oh. there must have been a falling out between her and Tiger that caused issues. I don't know. But it was, it was very weird that like Tiger had the one issue because didn't want to kill him in the beginning yeah. and wanted to torture him. And then came back and, and uh Oh, let's and then fucking raise my skull bone and now I am the captain. Like I don't know. Yeah. It was just it was just so odd that that like and it was like half and half it really was that they fought fought each other to 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 do that, but at the same time it made no sense. Like that storyline should have been at least picked up a little bit more for any of that to make sense, but a good yeah. portion of it really didn't I mean the fact that they all got in bumper cars and like watched movies at night was kind of dope. I thought that was kind of <laughs> cool. Yeah, but um, it was just that was such a, like an odd like yeah. they needed that piece to pick up Bear, but that was literally and I guess the address. But there was nothing else that was really attached. Yeah, and, to, and, and Bear kind of lost everything for it too, which is kind of. I know. Up. Let me just roll in, get everyone killed, and then roll out. Which seems to Which, be kind when of they, the narrative of their story. Yeah. But so. when they killed uh when they killed the last man, I thought that was so dope. It was like a little ambush guerrilla mm-hmm. warfare type deal and yeah. and got them got them all taken out. Mm-hmm. Um I thought that was really awesome. Because, uh, you know, I just was not expecting it. I don't know why I wasn't, but I just wasn't expecting right. it. So they came in and and shredded them and, and the fact that do so all the last men have the Branding or like the it looks like so, a brand. Yeah. It doesn't look like a tattoo. It's a iron rod. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got attached so. to. But okay, so you're not really into Gears of War, right? Like you don't do you ever play any, any of it? I played some, like, but not a lot. Story wise though? A little bit. Not a ton. So the coal train, um, which is uh coal. Um he is part of Delta Squad, where he is a big black guy that was part of the football team before the pandemic hit and the locust uh, came and everything broke up. But, you know, I'm Coltrane, baby. And he was super strong than everyone else, tackled him, beat the shit out of him. Like, 100% was Jeopard. Like, those two people were the exact same character because, nice. I mean, granted, he didn't scream, I'm the Coltrane or anything, which I was hoping he would <laughs> at some point. But, um, uh, it was very much the same thing where they were this famous, famous ass football player. And then D day or emergent day comes and gears of war, then whatever the hell they call the virus day there. And, you know, they stop playing football and and join the military and go do military things that even Cole's like, I'm not proud of some of the stuff I've done to the civilians. Like I've done this and that. Mm. It's like, this is exactly like Jeopard storyline. They're, they're one mm-hmm. and the same. Yeah. Um, and so it just cracks me up. And then when they're on that train, like dog. So Atticus has a B that he still, I'm trying to break him harder than habit. And, and um, most of the time he leaves it in his bedroom and doesn't mess with it, but that's like his lifeline. So when Gus was sitting there searching the whole train was freaking out, could not find dog. Mm. 100%, 100% was, was Atticus and his, and his B his blanket. Cause 
he would go berserk. You don't care if it's a zombie apocalypse going outside that door. He would go back into that zombie apocalypse to find that damn blanket. <laughs> it's like damn minus. Yeah. And the fact that like, because at first I was like, man, if I would have was out of kiss, I would have told him just to just to leave it. Like that's that's not needed. But when he said it still smells like my dad, like that was sad. Mm. I was like, man, you find that fucking dog and you get it back to him. <laughs> you go get that thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. And that whole scene was just odd. And the fact that we didn't know that second football player all that much, but at the same time, I felt like we built that connection. Something oh, yeah, that never fast. could never do. Yeah. You know, true. And, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. just built that connection. And when he like stayed behind, I was thinking of Hodor just holding Hodor. the door and, and just trying to make sure that they didn't break out or, you know, get to him in time before they jumped the train for the, the tunnel hit. Mm. I was like, that was Hodor. That was 100% Hodor standing oh, yeah. behind. And, and he had shit fucked up with his brain. Hodor okay. had shit fucked up with his brain. True. Same person. Same person. Same person. So that yeah. part was real sad. And I, you know what I mean? You literally only know him for like two scenes. And you're yeah, like. You the connection. You're really like. They built the connection of like, oh, like, where's your, your, your daughter or son, you know? where's your wife? Like, where are all these players we play with? Like, where's all our buddies? You know, how they doing? And like, he's like, they're all gone, man. Like, and it was like, he was a kid where he couldn't comprehend when he was saying they're gone, that they're dead. Cause he asked him a few times. Well, that's cause he had it. concussions and he really didn't have his, his whole. I love how like he, anymore. he knew that his wife was black and he's obviously black. And he's like, Gus, is, is that your kid? He came out of hybrid. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, it just cracked me up. But I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but it's sad because, like, you really, like, Jeopard is such, like, a hidden character. But at the same time, like, you peel a little bit more here, peel a little bit more there, and you, like, start to learn a little bit more about his tough exterior. Mm-hmm. It was sad, like, him going through the hospital scene and everything. I just thought he's just such an idiot for not taking care well, of his kid or even going well, back to see his wife. I mean, he went back, he went back like seconds later and they were just gone. Like yeah. that's the saddest part is like he went in the elevator for like a minute maybe and then went back up and they were gone. Like he had left the room and came back and nothing. Which I really hope like maybe that kid's still around. And he's maybe one of the kids at the because the kids are. So we'll see if we can see him later, but who knows? Yeah. Um, like, I, I think I feel like we covered the one story. One last thing was that. Well, no, 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 no. Like I'm not. I'm, I'm before we hit the finale. Uh, okay. Well, well, the the narrator loved the narrator. Like just yes. having him there throughout the story, it really built it more along the way. I, thought. I always loved how normally stories start at the beginning, but this is where bears start. This yep. is where Gus starts. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it just cracked me up that normally it was, it was, it was done really out. well and it wasn't overdone. Like he wasn't there too much, you know, and he was just there when like it was needed to like progress. Fill the in the gap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like nice. the fact that because, you know, when they brought on to Amy, they're like, well, this is Amy. The reason why we're bringing her up is because she's important later on in the story. Right. Sure as shit, she becomes important. <laughs> like, it is like that. 
it's like there's so much comedy that's like not comical and it's such a serious story at the same time Mm -hmm. i think that's why i liked it so much that literally it wasn't the disney approach like what they did with star wars where they like overly like made it stupid humor Mm. but with this i felt like there was a lot of like well thought out humor that really like it wasn't like and didn't take away from the story it didn't make it feel cringy or anything it was like a you know it it made it it was like comical relief type deal and and uh i thought that that narrator definitely was pretty good really good actually um because that's what james brolin and he's in a whole slew of things the fact that he was narrator because when at first when he came on i thought he was um Oh, you know that old cowboy that has the big old mustache? Oh, yeah. Uh, right, 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 yeah. God, I can't think of it. I can't. I'm just such bad with names right now. Oh, yeah, he's he's okay. got a small thing in Parks and Rec. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's uh, Ron. He's other Ron. Right, he's other Ron, yeah. Parks and Rec. And then he's in that one with Hyde from that 70s show. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ashton Kutcher. Um, and then yeah, he's in Big Lebowski. Yeah. yeah, he's a narrator in Big Lebowski. So when I heard that, right, yeah. I was like, man, I was like, is Recall. that the same guy? Looked him up. I was like, ah, James Brolin, I'm not mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still a good sure. guy. But um, yeah, that narrator really did really did good work. And um, I really think just this TV show was amazing. Like it wasn't, I think I had such high like skepticism of whether it was going to be anything. And then it just it kept getting better and better. And when you thought the the TV show couldn't get any better, it got better. Like I think they just they had so much depth and so much character development, especially with Gus and especially with Jeopard. Like mm-hmm. you saw so much character development. I think such a short time. Um, and then you know even Addie developed, Bear developed. Amy was still, I mean, yeah. technically she did exactly what Pubo did, where right. didn't care for children, and then had a hybrid, and then decided that all children are are great, which that's any parent, you know, before child and after child type deal. Yeah. Um, she reminds me a lot of, um, never mind, I can't remember, so I'm just not even going to get into it. <laughs> I just like her character. I like her character a lot. I think she's a things cool and the fact that she's still alive i know and the fireworks show i thought that was so great because that pissed him off so bad when she got the fireworks set off dude i was so sad when bobby got caught at the church because i was like no bobby because he was the first one yeah they, they netted him and it was like no i was so glad they netted him because i thought they were going to shoot him i yeah, was like man that, that's gonna be some dark shit shot bobby man <laughs> <laughs> Because I thought that was going to be fucking dark. And then it ended up being a net. I was like, good. But the fact that, like, Piggy saw that going on and that Bobby knew, like, not to, like, but then the ball fell and started rolling. Mm-hmm. Man, that was tough. That was real tough. As much as weird as Bobby is, Bobby's I love weird him. As hell, man. He still creeps me out. Like, <laughs> I, I like him as a character and he's cool, but, like, he still creeps me out for some reason. It's weird. <laughs> well, I think it's because he's got, like, the human feet. And then the rest of his body is gopher. No, it's just weird. <laughs> it's creepy. 
reminds me of the South Park, the PETA episode. Did I say that earlier or not? Where it was like the half goat, half human, and it's just like, kill me, kill me. Oh, God. Um, 100% looked like what Bobby would look like, but goat instead of instead of gopher. Um, but, or it might have been a duck. I don't remember. Um, it's been so long since I've watched South Park. But, yeah, that was that was odd. And so, you don't know this, but the storylines, I don't think, are all at the same time. I think it's very staggered, like, year-wise. Granted, like, it speeds up and slows down. Like, you're going to the future, you're going behind. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it all, quite a bit. at the very end, you're on the same timeline. All right. three of them are. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they take Addy to the zoo, which I didn't even think about them taking him to the zoo. Because I guess they just got captured, right? Yeah. Or they were yeah. getting captured at that time. Because, mm-hmm. like, I think the timeline of when you see Amy and when you see Addie, like, during that time, I think Addie is forward from the fireworks show. Like, I think it's a definitely, like, a few weeks difference. Even though you're seeing it at the same oh. time, I think. Does that make sense that, like, the fireworks show, all that stuff happened several weeks before. I don't know. I think it might have been pretty quick after. Deported. Because like I think it was just kind of a, this is happening. This is what we're gonna do. Like, I don't know. Like I think they had planned to take out the refuge for a while, but like I think taking the doctor there was just kind of like, a, oh well, this is perfect. We're just gonna bring you here. We have all these hybrids. Perfect. This is the this is the setup. You know. Yeah. Which I knew when they were like, we're out of hybrids, we're out of hybrids. I was like, well, there's a gold mine of hybrids that are sitting there. And I think they were testing her with the whole possum thing. Because they really wanted her to meet them for the oh, possum right. baby. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that was them trying to bait it. Okay, so now that we're talking about the damn radio signal. How the hell is that fucking plane slammed into the ground been sitting there obviously for more than a year because you had all this grass growing in it how is the radio still active like that pissed me off i was like there's no reason why that battery on that plane should have lasted more than a few hours and it was just still sitting there going on yeah and i was so mad because literally gus thought he was all alone that everyone had turned on him just found out he was a science experiment and that was awesome seeing Pub and, and Birdie, like that's how they met and mm-hmm. fell in love all within two hours of all that stuff going on. Right. And like the fact that they like walked right past the bar where they met. Yes, they I going. saw I saw uh whatever the name was. I I remember yeah, the name. I was like, cool. Oh, that's because she said she was only a walk away from it was like a mile from or the something. bar. Yeah. yeah. The fact that she walked all the way there and they expected just to walk home. Mm-hmm. Um but, um, you know, he thought he was alone, thought it was just, you know, was upset that he didn't have a real mom or real dad and went alone. And Jippard's like, no, I got to – he's my kid now. I got to go take care of him. I got to go rescue him. And Oh, I radioed the zoo, and they're right – they're coming right now. As soon as he said that, I was like, man, he's fucked. That's it's so sad. Shot. And then Jeopard had a heart attack, and – Maybe blood out his mouth. I don't know, but he yeah, had a heart attack. Go watch that like after this. <laughs> I'm 100 going to because I swear to God he had a heart attack. No, nope. because it was like he just like grabbed his chest and then like 
fell and passed out and yeah, damn all those things happened after he got shot. <laughs> no, he did not. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, he had his heart attack. They went and got him and threw him in that cage. Um, they go back and, and they go to the centralized spot for the zoo. Um, and it's just so odd because they put Ronnie in that, what it's like, almost like a dolphin enclosure or some kind of aquarium. Because yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you can't yeah. hear through it. And yeah. It's sealed out and, and whatnot. So I guarantee you, every day that he doesn't find the cure, they torture her right in front of him where he can see her, but she can't see him. Maybe. I don't know. She's kind of already suffering. So Yeah. I just feel like it's going to be a tough next season. Because I bet you Ronnie dies. I the guarantee Ronnie gonna dies. The tough, like super tough, because like it's just already at a peak of a situation, you know. So. I know they ended. They ended the season with such like high tension, right? Because have we talked about the three storylines? They're literally all met, and they're literally all in a shithole right now. Like there is no. Yeah. They can't have like a filler episode one or two of like oh you know no, whatever. It's action it, as soon as we get it's, back. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's going to be a hot and heavy season. Yep. And I don't think I don't think Gus will die. And that's a bad thing. Like, speaking of winners coming behind you, all these main characters have plot armor. Like, granted, Pubby died, or Pubba died, but all the other ones should have died several times. Yeah. And they got the plot armor, so they're... <laughs> Also, they're still alive. We just left Bear with that lady, <laughs> and like she doesn't know what's going on at all. <laughs> they're just having teen crumpets, just right. hanging out. Just like, hmm, I guess everything's fine. I guess we'll come back soon. Should, should I go search for him? No, I'm going to shut the porch lights off. <laughs> so, yeah, odd. So I don't. Who is that lady? Like, I know she worked with her, but like, she has worked with her at the, at the facility. Was she in any of like the? Aggressive I think she was, or anything? she was the lady trying to stop her when she was running through there and he first saw her. That she did not window. age well if that was her. She yeah. uh and then is Amy or not Amy, is Birdie in Alaska or yeah, like was that Birdie's her that Alaska, answered it? Yeah. Looks like it. Um or Antarctica I was like, or something. I was like, that looks a lot like her, but how did she get Because that's where they that's where they found the in the very, very, virus. very beginning, yeah. that's where they found the virus or whatever and brought it back. So. Yeah. And disinfected the world with it. Smart. So I thought that was odd that she was back up there because to, to like... Trying to find it again, I guess. To get... But I know, but to secure transportation all the way up north like that and then to yeah. be able to get heat and fuel sources when there's probably nothing is running... I guess they have like coal and stuff for the yeah. trains. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't. The government has collapsed. Like none of this sh- should be functioning correctly, but it is, I guess. But like none of the cars work. I mean, granted, like the military cars do, but none of like the civilian cars. Right. So not a lot is working, unless you have like the resources, like the manpower, which makes sense. So. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of like uh, oh, what's that post-apocalypse? Mad Max. But General Abbott, too, as well, that it's just kind of a, yeah, you know, people are going to die type situation. Um, God, there was one thing I was going to say before. Oh, the fact that Bear and Piggy are sisters. Yeah. It was nuts. Yep. 
Um, and the fact that like bears adopted, because you know, so up until granted, uh, you figure out that uh, Jeopard has a, a son that's like half goat or whatever. I thought Piggy may have been his daughter for a while. Oh yeah. And I was like, that would be a cool connection. But like they tricked me and it's Bear's sister. <laughs> Bamboozled me. Yeah. And the fact that like and granted I don't know how long the parents lived or how long the parents even had a thought before everything went, but just imagine you adopted a child, it was normal. And then you decided that you wanted to have your own children and it's a hybrid. That would be tough. That would be real tough that you can't, you know what I mean? Because at mm-hmm. that point, you can't have your own real kids. You can only adopt hybrid kids or, I mean, adopt normal <laughs> kids and only have hybrid kids. Like at that point, that was tough. all hybrid kids. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I bet the market on the orphanage went up, oh <laughs> but that gosh. got cleaned out. <laughs> they adopted all those kids up. No, I'm talking about like the, the pre-hybrid I know. kids. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think that's pretty well covering it for the most part. Yeah, and then it was really solid overall, though. So they must not be so. The zoo, the science station, and the house must all be in the same town, or relatively, close, because yeah. the fact that she was able to leave and then find Jeopard on the ground and nurse him back from health to health with his heart attack. In the random apartment complex, that was definitely like uh, twenty-eight days later. Um, I don't know if you watched that a lot. I I watched a shit ton of that. Um, but they hide out in the apartment complex up top. And that's what that kind of reminded me of, because mm. um, they're just up in the apartment complex. Out, yeah. they picked like the seventh floor out of eighty. Like such an odd. I would have picked the top floor. I would have picked the bottom floor. I would not have picked a random like. Yeah, I don't know. In the middle floor. But yeah, it seems pretty good. I'm excited they already greenlit for the next season. Um, and then same time that they greenlit that, they also greenlit Shadow and Bone. Hell yeah. So I'm excited for both of those to come back. Both great. Um, yeah, so this is it's going to be fun. And we have a summer of movies coming up. So there's several um, movies coming around uh, that we're excited to watch and, and, and spoil it for you. So we're, we're we're excited that we're back. Mm-hmm. You know, we're eight episodes back from our hiatus of two years or a year or whatever it may be. <laughs> um, and we, I think we came in at the right time because there's there's a lot of shit, a lot of shit coming. Um, but yeah, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yep. Obviously, you're here. Um, so make sure to download. Download all those episodes. Helps us out. Uh, go like us on Facebook send us any suggestions of any weird movies that uh, that might be uh, tickle your fancy or so <laughs> but I think that wraps it up for this week tune in next time we'll spoil something new <laughs>